Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. What we're going to talk about is, um, you know, Stefan does a lot on social media, does a lot with content marketing. So I figured while I was here in Vancouver kind of delivering this uh, donation check, which if you're joining us late, you can replay this video and kind of watch the thing from the beginning to hear all about it. But what I want to do is because this is kind of your, your bread and butter is talk a little bit about like how this applies to Amazon because you know a lot about Amazon, you've built an Amazon business, you've been involved in coaching people and helping people and so like I kind of have a theory myself about ways that people can do extremely well and it's kind of more than a theory like I've, we, we have people that have really validated this but a way that you can use certain aspects of social media right now to absolutely crush it on Amazon and not have to spend a dime on ads. Zero ad cost. And so I know a lot of people watching here, they either sell on Amazon or they want to sell on Amazon. And, uh, you know, the typical kind of model, which is great, this is what we teach. So it's not like it's kind of this is not the bad way to do it. But as you basically get your products live on Amazon, you get some reviews, uh, you get your listing optimized, and usually kind of like your first plan of attack in terms of getting traffic, once you kind of uh, get those fundamentals in place, is turning on ads. And ads are great, ads with Amazon, you can dial them in so that they're profitable but you're still spending money. Yeah. And so you have to manage it so it doesn't get out of control. And at some point, there's only so much you can spend profitably because there's only so much traffic, there's so many competitors. But the way that you have kind of like looked at social media, I know we were having a conversation yesterday, is that like you're, you're pretty confident that no matter what product you sell on Amazon, you can probably make it work if you're getting your own traffic. And so you're not going out there and competing for keywords on Amazon you're basically building an audience, using social media, driving that to your own Amazon product. So that person basically, by the time they get to Amazon, it's already kind of endorsed traffic. They're more or less just going there to complete the purchase, which is completely different. And you know, you, you, we've been involved with people that have proven this. Uh, I know we were talking about somebody yesterday, you all were saying does like $10,000 a month just with basically Instagram posting. Um, so yeah, so we'd like to have a conversation about this because I think there's ways to do it on Facebook and other channels, but let's talk a little bit about, so you got the average person out there, let's say they're at the very beginning. Like let's say they've just got a product live on Amazon, they've got their five to 10 reviews, they've got their listing, it looks good, they've got good photos and all that sort of stuff, and they're like, how do I start getting people to see this thing? So where would you kind of tell that person to start in terms of using yeah. social media to really start ramping things up? Yeah, so I think first it's looking at it as bigger than just an Amazon business. Amazon is the platform that we use to launch our product. They've got hundreds of millions of people on there. They have the trust, the credibility, they handle the payments, they handle the fulfillment, they handle a lot for you. Yeah. And one of the main, I think, ways that people sell their product is they look at how they can rank their product on Amazon search, because Amazon's a search engine, as well as running Amazon ads. And that's fantastic. You should definitely do that because you know people are already on Amazon and it's going to be one of the easiest ways that you can sell. But the challenge is, is that everyone else is doing that. All your competitors are also doing that as well. And it kind of becomes uh, 
kind of a race to the top of the keyword or who has more reviews or customers are looking through comparing this product versus that product. And it's, it's, it's not, it's just one pillar. And I look at multiple pillars and I, I'm a big fan of Jay Abraham. He calls it building a Parthenon where you have multiple pillars that sustain it. So even if one pillar gets removed, you still have multiple pillars. So I look at what are ways you can market your product outside of Amazon. So social media, uh, you know, there's so many different platforms. Google is the most popular website on the internet, according to Alexa. Second is YouTube and Facebook. Yahoo's up there, Instagram. So I, I think people are crazy not to use those. You know, if those are the most popular websites, just like how Amazon's so popular, there's so many people there. Why not use those other pieces too? So I, the way that I look at the internet is it's just made up of content, um, video, images, text, audio. And people are constantly consuming content. Right now we're creating content. You scroll through your Facebook feed, content, video, article, text, images. Um, so becoming a content creator, I think, is one of the most important, most valuable skills. And the way that I approach it with an Amazon product is looking at, you can create content related to your product. Okay, so it could be content, let's say you sell a yoga mat, it could be uh, you know, videos or articles or images centered around your product. Okay, you could put that up on social media, you could do YouTube videos about that, you could write articles about it. But I also take a step back even further looking at the overall niche or market that you're in. So if you're selling, uh, you know, if you're selling a spatula, you're not really just in the spatula niche, you might be in the kitchenware or the cooking niche. And when you take a, a broader perspective of your market, it gives you a lot more options to be able to cr- create content with. And I think you just gotta really know the niche in the market that you're in, what people want, what their biggest problems are, the biggest challenges are, what type of content they're already consuming, and then you decide and you identify which platform is my market or demographic really on. If, if it's Pinterest, great. How can we create content for Pinterest that adds value, that's relevant to the niche market? We can attract followers, traffic from that that we can then funnel into our product on Amazon. Mm-hmm. If it's on YouTube, great. How can can we create valuable YouTube videos that add value to this niche? It's relevant. You can do videos around it, attract people. And of course, YouTube's a search engine, so you can rank your videos. You can build that trust, that relationship through content that, that is really going to help convert your product that much more. Mm-hmm. And you're building a brand. So that's kind of the approach that I take with my business and the people that I try to coach and help is how you can build a brand, a relationship with people, build that trust because when you have that, and people are consuming your content, you're adding more value than anyone else, then you know, you're linking them direct to your Amazon product. They're not gonna be comparing and scrolling through, comparing this product to any other one out there. Right. They're already kind of pre-sold. So they're already a warm or a hot lead versus a cold lead. And so that's, I think, what, one of the biggest things that, that content marketing allows you to do. Yeah, so a couple questions. So like one is that I think people always you know, kind of struggle with is they're like, I started an internet business because I want to be able to run this thing from a beach in Thailand. Like, I don't want to have to have, you know, a video studio and all this kind of stuff. So, like, first question is, is like, and in my personal opinion, like, if you're willing to put your kind of name and face out there and do videos, you don't have to be an actor. Look at all the people that are on YouTube creating videos. Uh, just regular people just turning on a camera. I mean, look at how popular reality TV is these days. It's not because... These are people that, you know, went to world's greatest acting schools. It's just regular people, and that's what people like watching. I think I heard from a friend of mine that, that's got a, a young daughter. He was saying, like, one of the most popular, you all probably know this better than I do, but it says one of the most popular YouTube channels is a channel with, like, kids playing with toys. 
Because yeah. I guess like the little kids like watching kids playing with yeah. toys, the weirdest thing, not yeah. sort of fancy Pixar movies, but literally other kids playing with toys. And so what I'm saying is that like if you're able to, if you're willing to do videos yourself, uh, my opinion, that's absolutely what you want to do. Demo your product, that kind of thing. But what if somebody, for whatever reason, just doesn't want to do that? Like they don't want to put their face behind the camera. They don't want to have to do videos, but they still want to be able to leverage videos um, on YouTube, on Facebook, maybe even live video if possible. Like how would you think they kind of like cross that hurdle? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to necessarily be the person that's putting yourself out there. I understand a lot of people, they just want to be more behind the scenes. Even though, yeah, it, it is an advantage if you are willing to be the face of your product, you build that, you know, share your story, build that trust, that relationship, that can give you an incredible advantage, but you don't need to. Um, you can find influencers. You know, the great thing is there's huge you know, people on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook that have the following, they're the face, they're putting themselves out there, they have the audience, they have the trust, and you can then approach those people and you could either offer to give your product for free or you can pay them and they'll promote your product for you. Mm -hmm. um, so similar to what Nike does, you know, Nike has the apparel, what they do is they find celebrities, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, different celebrities that are influencers, right? They're creating content, they have their own per brand and they sponsor them or they partner with them. Um, so it's a very common thing that uh, a lot of the bigger brands will do is they're trying to find people that already have the following, they'll pay them, they'll work with them. Um, so that's another option too. Um, of course, you could hire someone if you wanted to be, to be the face of the product, but that costs money and I, a lot of people might not be in that position too. Um, you could even sponsor podcasts out there. Let's say you've got some uh, supplements that you sell or some sort of health or fitness line. You can find the podca podcasters or the influencers out there and sponsor them, work with them. You can just pay them for one-off promotion so mm -hmm. they can create the content for you. Um, the other option too, you know, with, with social media um, and even with things like article writing, blogging, because you know, Google is still the number one uh, website, number one search engine, is you could hire writers to write content for you. And if you learn some SEO, search engine optimization, you could rank those articles and pieces of content and you can find writers fairly inexpensive to do some of that stuff for you too. So there's a lot of different options, a lot of different ways of going about it. It's hard to tackle it all at once. Sure. I often recommend for people to, to identify the platforms that your audience uh, is going to be and really focus on going deep with that, mastering that, create a process for it and then you can expand to other platforms too. Yeah, so, so one of the things is that, um, you know, like that I've always been kind of confused about with this is like say for uh, you all's answer when I was talking to you yesterday was very interesting is that say somebody's got a product out there, like you mentioned a yoga mat, we could talk about any product just for the sake of an example, and they're like, okay, cool, I understand creating content is great, I understand, let's just pick YouTube, can be a, a good channel. Uh, like how would they decide like what content to create? Do they create like literally demoing their product? Are they just like, here's three yoga exercises or something like that. Like how do you think they, they decide like what is the best content to possibly create? Yeah, so it's, it's similar to launching a product, knowing the best product to launch on Amazon is based on the research. And Amazon's a search engine, but also YouTube, Google, and you need to identify what people are already searching for. So what are the specific keywords, the phrases that people are going ahead and typing in Google or typing in YouTube, typing in Amazon. So what I, I first kind of take a step back, I make a list of all the, all the, the keywords, all the things that people are looking for. And even, even broader than that, you know, what are the problems in this niche? What are the, the challenges that my product helps solve and the benefits that it provides? And then just by doing that, I get a lot of ideas on different types of content that I can create. 
Um, for finding keywords in YouTube, sometimes it's just as simple as just typing in a phrase like yoga and then space and then whatever is auto-populated by YouTube, those are popular keywords that people search for. So Amazon's the same process because Amazon doesn't really give you the exact, not like a Google keyword tool or anything, all the exact data. Um, so you can just kind of look and see what gets auto-populated. Um, you could also go to something like Google keyword, keyword research tools and uh, identify the keywords that way too. And then the other favorite way that I do it is I look um, at other videos that are in my niche or content that are getting a lot of views, a lot of engagement. And the great thing is online, everything's transparent. I can go to YouTube, I can see how many views that video is getting, I can look at how many comments, I can read the comments and see what people are saying or suggesting or the different dialogues and conversations around that. And then if obviously if it's got a lot of engagement, then that's a good topic that a lot of people are interested in mm-hmm. that I'm gonna then go and create content on it as well. So, so it's just doing the research on it. And, um, and like I said, you could do content around your product. So reviewing the product, you know, a demo of your product. Uh, what also is popular is comparisons of products. So you can compare you know, your product versus the other product out in the market. Um, and educate your, your niche and market on that, mm-hmm. showing how to use the yoga mat, of course, but then taking a step back, okay, the yoga niche, I could do yoga poses, I could do yoga tips, even go maybe into meditation, and things of that nature so that you attract people from, um, that still have an interest in that niche, and then you can funnel and promote your product to them. And I think, you know, to take a, a, an even another step too, I also recommend that you use your content to build a list which is the advantage of this as well, because one of the downsides of Amazon, they don't give you the customer email address. The benefit of doing this is you can build an email list, and with that email list, build that long-term relationship. Uh, you can promote you know, multiple products you might have on Amazon. You can promote to your own store, if you have a store outside of Amazon, and there's a, you know, more potential to build that long-term relationship with people. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.